It's Wednesday, January 13th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news headlines and all the gossipy hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley. How's it going, Tyler? It's going good, man. I am tired today. I did not sleep well last night, and I am hmm. feeling it. And the news is like in my head. So <laughs> you have to carry us on headlines. Okay. I'm sure yeah, I'm man. sure one of them will get me all fired up and I'll wake up. But Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're missing out on Russ today. Um, he's got some crazy work stuff going on and his daughter's sick and all that kind of stuff. So we hope uh, Kate gets better quickly. All right. Um, a quick announcement. Uh, Kieran, our senior Australian field correspondent, is setting up a TBP, that's Tech Breakfast Podcast, TBP movie night this Friday night. So it's going to be Friday night, 9 p.m. Central, uh, like 2 p.m. Um, Australia, Eastern Standard Time, whatever. What is that? What's East Coast Australian time? You lived there. No, you lived on the West Coast. I there. don't remember what the, yeah, I lived on the West Coast. I don't remember the time zone names. Hmm. Okay. Aussie, Aussie anyway, time. everything's upside down over there anyway. So <laughs> I'm surprised they even had time zones. Nice. Uh, do they, <laughs> is it more than one time zone for a nation that's almost as wide as ours? Sydney's six, Sydney's like six hours flight time away yeah. from Perth. Oh, I know. So I'm going to go with, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I honestly don't remember. <laughs> Karen, let us know, man. It's right. gotta be, you guys aren't crazy enough to have one time zone across that math. It's swath of nothing. Yeah. I would bet it's just two time zones, though, like two main ones, because nobody lives well, in the no, middle. Because they do, they just live on the coast in the middle. It's like all of Australia's population is, is like something like two percent of its land mass within twenty miles of the edge of yeah. the coast. But but they are all around it. Yeah, it's like the Canadian border. I think like ninety percent of them live within a hundred miles of the uh, the border with the U.S. <laughs> that, anyway. that makes sense too. I was actually thinking about that last night when I was pointing at uh, countries on a an inflatable globe that one of my neighbors found. Inflatable? How do you inflate a flat plane, Tyler? I know, right? Just, it's a toy. It's obviously full of lies <laughs> and air. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyways, uh, he's three. And so we were having fun uh, talking about the colors and the countries and he kept asking, well, where's my house? And I point at what is marked as Dallas in the United States, roughly appropriately where it should be and where Texas might be because it was a cheap globe. So it's goofy. Everything's a little bit goofy. And then he's like, well, where's, where's Carter's house? Carter's my son. And I'm like, uh, also right here. That is confusing, isn't it? You have no idea what the scale is on this yeah. thing. But <laughs> that actually got me thinking about it. I was looking at it. I was like, wow, like, uh, Norway and Finland are really small compared to like the way that Alaska is stretched in the Mercator projection. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking about Canada and I was thinking about that stat you were just throwing out, which I couldn't remember the details of, but I was like, yeah, I don't think I would live there either. Cause it gets really stretchy at the top. We <laughs> and as that. we've learned, <laughs> stretchy. <laughs> okay. Lots of jokes for those of y'all that listen to the show. Often. Uh, okay. Uh, so yes, DM us on Twitter to get the details for TBP movie night. You can reach out to uh, either the TBP Twitter handle or to Kieran Sheldon if you have uh, him on your, your following there. So to get it, get it all set up. I'm not sure what movie we're doing. I think he put out a vote. Um, so we'll find something, but it'll be 9 p.m. Central Standard Time this Friday. So the 15th, January 15th. All right, cool. 
Let's get into some news here, man. Uh, the first one that I saw that I thought was kind of funny, um, Razor, you know, the company that makes like, um, you know, mice. The scooters and stuff? Uh, oh, no, 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 mice, no, like gaming mice and, and all that it. kind of stuff. No, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I do. So they have a new face mask. It ventilates the air and amplifies your voice. What do you think of immediately? Awesome. That's Bane, the future. This Darth is Vader, the, Mando. Bane, this is like <laughs> every cyberpunk movie ever. Like this is that's awesome. And the yes. picture is of just this yeah. Dude, I'm getting I'm gonna get one. Woman I don't know how much with, they are. And of course there's RGB on the microphones. Yes. Par that's for the course. So Gaming equipment maker Razor has created a reusable face mask featuring a medical grade respirator and an inbuilt microphone and amplifier. And I'm going to wear it around the house just to talk to my kids. Just that's uh, awesome. Get get to, I'll pay you back. Okay. <laughs> so cool. So cool. My wife would freak out if I. I'm going to change my voice too, which is why I, I want to do it. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> ah, the future is bright in a dark way. <laughs> I'm going to uh, tell my kids to go to the room because I'm their father in like Darth Vader voice or something. Anyway, okay. Uh, let's jump to the next one here. Um, so we were, I think we talked on, was it Monday? Maybe we talked about Elon Musk being the, uh, the new Friday. I think that in the world, maybe it was Friday last week we or something. It. Yeah. Cause I don't think I was there when we actually talked about it. We were. Yeah. So yesterday, um, article says Elon Musk is no longer the world's richest person. According to Forbes, after a fall in Tesla stock wiped 13.5 billion from his fortune in a day. That's uh that's a lot of dollars. Yeah. It's a lot of zeros on that. Yep. Also, that was a very short-lived richest person in the world. But yeah, which I think probably he didn't as... make a big deal out of it because he knew that was going to yeah. happen. Exactly. Yeah, he was right. going to fluctuate yeah. grossly. Of course, he's also been fairly vocal about the fact that he thinks Tesla's stock price is overblown, which yeah. I think anyone that does any analysis would agree with, uh, but that doesn't seem to stop its stock price, which is fascinating and horrifying all at the same time. Um, yep. But uh, but if it continues that way and SpaceX sends somebody to Mars in the next five years and goes public, then uh, I, I have a feeling he'll he'll claim that in the long run, uh, anyways. But not if Tesla doesn't continue to be more valuable than yeah. all other car manufacturers. I'm still curious. Well, yeah, one of them is uh, I, I've seen a lot of stuff on NIO. Um, is that how you pronounce it? The, what are the competing or Neo. EV companies? Or is it Neo? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. One, one I, I'm still NIO, curious sure. back to the, your Mars comment there. Like what's going to happen in terms of, um, I mean, who claims like, how do you settle space land on other planets? Right. I wonder if we've already tried to start working that stuff out. I'm sure we have tried, but I would guess that nobody, nobody cares. Like, that's one of those. Yeah. I, I think like Orson Scott Card and this whole sort of like global leadership on Earth thing, but it only works because they figured out how to communicate faster and move faster. Because if you're months away and in an extremely complicated method for getting there, like the average public isn't just going to hop in a taxi that takes you to Mars anytime yeah. soon, right? Then what does any agreement on earth really mean to somebody on Mars? That's a good point. Too. Until you show up with guns. That's a good point. <laughs> so even if, even if there is an opinion here, what does that really mean? 
Does it even yeah, matter? I, if you can't get there to enforce a, anything, does it matter? Exactly. Yeah, it, it it's going to be it's going to be exactly like the United States, you know, leaving Britain for taxation because sure. somebody's going to be like, "Well, you're on Mars and we sent you more soy and and we're going to do more than just charge you for it. You're part of the intergalactic European Americas." And that comes with a tax rate and, and all they're going to have to do to not pay it is stop talking to us. And we're going to be like, damn it. Dump the soy <laughs> into a, uh, into a Canyon dude. So I don't know if you know this, the largest Canyon and the tallest mountain are both on Mars. Like ever, or just in our, sorry, in our solar in system. The, yeah. Between the yeah. two places. That no, no. In, in our solar system. We're talking about right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's cool. Our, I, I knew it had deep system. canyons and tall mountains. I did not realize that it was in the entire solar system. Yeah. That significantly more. Um, I guess it helps that the uh, largest planets are gas giants, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jupiter is just a big ball of mist. But um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, it, it's, it's uh, pretty interesting, man. I don't remember the exact numbers, cool. but basically Mars's tallest mountain makes Everest look like nothing and wow. their greatest Canyon makes the grand Canyon look like nothing. It's uh, it's pretty wild. You know, is if, if the oceans boiled off, uh, obviously that's not going to change the, I guess the height, oh, like the Mariana sea trench. level higher. Yeah. But is the Mariana trench deeper than the deepest Canyon on Mars or, or mm. talking even deeper here? I don't know. We need like a, we need a research person on the show that can be doing this stuff real time. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious because uh, my first thought was uh, I'm pretty Mars is smaller than than the Earth. Um, I don't remember how much, unless I'm forgetting that. Right? Uh, I know. I know. Um, um, Mars is only slightly more than half the yeah, size of Earth. There you go. So, so okay, I was I was remembering that correctly. That's good. Um, and um, so. Given more time and Looks like less it's about water, twice the size of our moon. I think we're gonna win. So obviously, it's gonna take like the wait. We're gonna win sun, what? If you get rid of all uh, of our the water, deepest canyon and tallest mountain. Yeah, let's do just it. Give us more time. We're bigger. Just shuttle all of it's our. It's gonna water take out into space. many more billion years, but we are <laughs> we're gonna kick Mars's butt in this competition, which is great. We're all gonna have to die to win, though. So that's less awesome. Uh, hey, commitment. <laughs> <laughs> commitment to uh to winning okay what else we got here um okay we had a requested topic from curtis um and i said i was willing to talk about it on the show on wednesday and uh then he said eh, maybe let's not talk about it so i don't know um maybe we can i think we should it. talk about it we should talk about it because okay, cool. it sounded like sounded like we had a couple of uh different opinions and it, this isn't something i had given a lot of thought to but i'm i'm aware of it being a thing um, yeah. I didn't know that actually had an umbrella term by now, but um, so yeah, the topic is ghost guns. Um, I've I've known about the I guess the umbrella term for a while. I think I, I'm pretty sure you knew about it since doing you know 3D printing and all that kind of stuff. That, that's I learned about the 3D printing, but I didn't. I guess I didn't realize that ghost guns went beyond just some of those arguably single-use firearms that were being yeah. printed. Um, so yeah, so the I mean, article it makes perfect here, sense. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, so it basically says. It's Business Insider retweeting something from every town. The tweet from every town says, untraceable ghost guns, the weapon of choice for white supremacists are the fastest growing gun safety threat in America, but the ATF has been slow to act. And then Business Insider shares an opinion on it saying ghost guns are the fastest growing safety, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, and the government has done far too little to address the deadly risks they pose. So did you read you the think? article? Did you, did you read all the way through it? Uh, no, I didn't. no, I didn't. I started it and I meant to finish it, but I got distracted and other stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, I would, that's, there's a lot of claims. Well, read the, read these that title. Yeah. Read these top parts here because yeah, I, I immediately went to some thoughts and you and I were talking about it a little bit before the show, whether or not we wanted to talk about it, but, um, and you and I, I guess went different directions in our minds. But if you look at the top, the ATF estimates 10,000 ghost guns were recovered by law enforcement in 2019 alone, which surprises me. How do they That's define ghost gun? Does that mean like 3D printed? I would printed assume or unserialized. Created? No. It, it just I, unserialized? I think, my understanding is that it, 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 was, yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was produced without any serialized or traceable component, unless I'm completely missing something, which yeah. obviously this is not, not something I spend a lot of time looking into. But um, I think... So what I, what I was going to say is I th- I think a lot of claims and there were some incendiary if not clickbaity parts to that title which yeah, seems yeah. to be a common thread these days, but I guess my point would be okay you're finding lots of ghost guns um, and we don't have to get into gun control in the United States because I know that that is a heavily laden topic that goes far cry from tech pretty fast but um, how does it compare to all the other guns you can already get your hands on in the United States. And are they saying they're finding them related to crimes or they're just finding unmarked guns or are they finding unmarked guns on people that can't or shouldn't have them? Like I, the context I think is everything. When you say yeah. we found 10,000 ghost guns, right. you could have found a pallet with 10,000 ghost guns and it's like, well, okay, that is That's actually kind of scary. Why <laughs> do you have place. a pallet of these guns? Or, or did That's you a find point. a collector that had, you know, a hundred and right. the collector also happened to do something stupid, ran afoul of the law and then could no longer have the gun. So they were seized as an example. Yeah. Uh, it, like or there, are there there's like so many things across, like, did they, did they find 10,000 10th graders across the U S with this? And it's a rampant problem in our high school or something. Like that. Right. Right. I give a little bit more or, detail. Or, and did they, but, did they find 10,000 high schoolers with ghost guns and also an arsenal of other non-ghost guns because right. ghost guns are just fun to have with everything else that you own already? Like, yeah. it, there's just not enough information to actually get excited about that title, but it is yeah. very curious. Um, well, so I, I, it calls out a couple of things. It says credit card companies have an opportunity and a responsibility to be part of the solution by refusing to process uh, these dangerous and illegal sales. Because I guess- Are they uh, illegal? Apparently, if they're, well, po- says, if they're assembled, they're legal, right? It, it, it's well, it depends. Well, there's more yeah. than that. There are certain parts that are that have to be serialized right. by law. Is that correct? Exactly. That's right. So, in December, ATF acknowledged for the first time in federal court that it is illegal to sell complete ghost gun kits without serial numbers or a background mm-hmm. check. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent on that. So, when I first saw it, the only thing I knew about it was what you saw in the news like a few years back when people were like, ah, oh, people are 3D printing guns. And it's like, yeah, well, have you seen a 3D printed gun? I'm sure it <clears> fires <throat> like once and that's it. And it breaks itself. And it might kill you. Yeah, you might blow your hand 3D off. printed and it's yes. a controlled explosion. Just yeah, I was dwell on that say for a minute. the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I mean, the, the challenge, I mean, in my mind, it's like, yes, take care of all these like little weird things here. But I mean... <sighs> The, it's a very unique challenge for us. And again, I'm sorry, I don't want to get too far away from technology here, but it's a unique challenge in the fact that there are, I I believe more guns in the U S than there are people. Right. I mean, I, I I think that's, 
I think there are more fans in my neighborhood than there are people. Yeah, exactly. So there's not a shortage of opportunity for somebody to get their hands on a gun, whether or not it's a ghost gun, right? Whether or not it's a serialized, traceable, whatever. And I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think I understand I'm not sure where I'm going criticism. with that other than... I think I understand the criticism yeah. here, though. They're, they're acknowledging that this is illegal and it's a problem. But how big or, or sure. serious is maybe even not not the point. Um, and and the author of this opinion piece, thankfully, they put that all over the top, um, is saying they're not doing enough about it. So this is, a, you, you know it's illegal, you know it's a problem, just stop it, enforce this. Yeah. And, and then they're also saying maybe it's not up to ATF or law enforcement to enforce this. We should get technology or processors involved, sure. which I actually think is, is maybe a bigger part of the argument in general, which is it, it is it shouldn't be as difficult to stop certain illegal activities as it is. Because um, it should be easier to stop payment processors from making yeah. it so easy to transfer yes. funds for things. Now, this is yeah, where from a technology side, that, yes, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Stand but, in the but, way but of that that, stuff, that's, I think that's that's what makes it interesting to me yeah. is that it it is it's an interesting ask, and and why not? Right? Why why shouldn't the federal government in the United States, as an example? make it more difficult to do something that is acknowledged to be illegal by making it illegal for Visa to process yeah. the dollars? And, and is the answer, because it's just as easy to buy these things with cash, because that's a bad answer, or is it is it more likely to drive them to a cryptocurrency that's that's heavy yeah. on the, the um, privacy side? Sure. Also, in my opinion, a bad answer, because you're still easiest way to spend money today in the united states is with a credit card it is so easy yeah well so, so here, if you take that away some people will stop doing this illegal thing yeah agreed agreed the the challenge i have if you scroll like halfway down through this business insider um uh, article here it says it shouldn't be this easy to get an untraceable gun and it doesn't have to be yeah and i, I think that's my a mind, fair complaint yeah it's a it, it, <laughs> Well, I don't understand why the traceability of a gun matters, right? If if somebody murders somebody, there's a lost life. Like whether or not the traceability of the gun, like I don't, I don't well, get. Okay, that. but maybe this is a baby with the bathwater problem. That what you're arguing potentially, of, what somebody might be able to yeah. pull the thread there is that you're saying. Why do this to prevent some untraceable guns and whatever benefit that may bring to the yeah. table? Why do that when we haven't solved the underlying problem, which is people still have guns? Like, is, right. is it do nothing until you can get rid of no, all of no, them? No, 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 no. I, but I that's, just, that's I kind of the argument you just made. Yeah. No, I know. You're right. You're right. And I, I don't know that I've like fully thought it out. I, it's yeah. just not a, it's not a, if you can trace a gun, you're going to end gun crime. That's not the sure. answer. You know what I mean? Anybody but you might that wants call to go some of do, it. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and I, I'm, find, I'm giving the author credit here that they're, they're trying to make that argument. But yeah, yeah. again, that's a fair point. That's a fair all point. of the claims that they made and some of the stuff that they're saying is like, I, I need more data. They found 10,000 of them. Well, okay, yeah. that seems like a big number, but relative to guns in the United States, it probably isn't. Yeah. Were, they, were they actively used in crime or is this like so many other gun things in the United States where they have their bump stocks because they can? Which, which is stupid. Leave that up to you, right? I, well, there ever. you go. I wasn't going to say it because <laughs> I, I don't. I own one gun. I own a shotgun for hunting. 
uh, and which I do maybe once a year, right? I am not a gun enthusiast, but people get really yeah. just passionate that about like it's having fully automatic rifles because they can or a freaking cannon, which I think would be awesome. Yeah. Just totally inappropriate for my neighborhood because of kids mostly also neighbors. But yeah, yeah, I mean, fully automatic is just a, a an insanely stupid way to waste a ton of ammo. And I saw, and I'm saying that after I read John Nicholson's <laughs> tweet responding to uh, bump stocks this morning. You know, he he just said basically it's an idiotic it. way to to just waste a bunch. To spend of ammo. a lot of money. It doesn't actually, yeah, yeah it doesn't actually do anything. Any what whatever, whatever. We don't. Have yeah, to no. I, I, but my 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 point being like there it's it's easy to get passionate about this in the United States. Yeah. And, I, and I think I see your argument, which is, is this going to solve uh, a big problem? I think it depends on how you define big, right? Like if yeah. this completely made it difficult or really difficult, if not impossible, I to have get a, hold a different of a ghost gun and ghost yeah. guns are responsible for some percentage of problems. And some of the, because of how easy it is to get a ghost gun, it prevents somebody from going and getting another gun, a different illegal way and doing something bad. Then arguably that's good. Let's try it. Yeah. Also just not processing payments actually seems pretty easy. Yes. And I'm all for that. I'm all for that. <laughs> I just, I, it doesn't jive with me when they say that, that, quote ghost guns untraceable the, the creation of untraceable guns is the fastest growing gun safety threat in the united states i disagree if somebody wants to go and lack of education something, is probably still exactly that's what i was about to say <laughs> if somebody wants to go commit a crime with a gun that was not has no tie to them right because for those of y'all that don't know if you buy a gun in the united states which is very easy to do again untraceable or not it's not that big of a deal if somebody's willing to go and commit murder I'm not sure they really care whether or not the gun is traceable to them. Also, if the gun is well, never found... but don't found, forget the background piece of that, too. Yeah, well, that's what I was about to get uh, to. Know, but they're if the they're gun saying is never you found, can't do it unless you can background it. Okay. Yeah, if the gun is never found from the crime, they can never trace it back to that person. Right? So, all I mean, if you're going to do that, all you have to do is just not leave the gun at the crime scene. Period. Right? That's it. But so, I wonder how much of this is is more about the background checks. Go ahead, buy your well, ghost yeah. gun, buy I mean, buy was, a serialized, traceable version. But let's make sure that you aren't a convicted felon. Exactly. First. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, anyways, it, I, let's well, let's move only, on. I think you're right. I'm sorry. the 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 part I was going to say was exactly what you were saying in terms of what I think is the fastest growing gun safety threat in the United States is the you know tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that are new gun owners as of the last couple of years. Uh, maybe it's millions of new gun owners. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it was that high um, that have no training in it, right? Yeah. I would love to see something around that, right? You know. And their kids. Yeah, I mean, everything, everything. Education around it. Okay, anyway, sorry. Yep. Didn't yeah. mean to pull yep. us down. Next that. topic. No, uh, it's all right. It's, okay. it's one of those things that comes up. I, this is uh this is a wild talking one, about how would you deal with this lost passwords <laughs> lock millionaires out of their bitcoin fortunes that's awesome sorry i read this full article sorry, this, this is, is exactly how this stuff works so i did not read this whole article yeah. but i i am very familiar with private keys and and your uh secrets right when it comes to crypto yeah and uh it it is really straightforward that you cannot recover your so this dude, private key, which is the yeah. only way you get your coin to move anywhere, and the only way you get any money out of it is by moving it from yep. A to B or transferring it to another individual for something else, then is gone forever. It's yep. part of what makes it so secure. 
is part of what makes it uh, immutable, right? Because you got to remember for, for anybody that doesn't understand how crypto is stored, it is not a physical coin. I, I think most people understand that, but it, it lives permanently and forever on the blockchain. You can go look at an address on the blockchain and see what is effectively contained. Now, every blockchain works a little bit differently, but the underlying concept isn't going to be dramatically different there. So if you do not have the private key, which is what is yours, what makes it yours, right? Then you cannot move off of that part of the blockchain or, or transfer that ledger or, or adjust that ledger, if you will, through that blockchain. So lose your keys, lose your money. Yeah. So this dude, I mean, it's a specific story about a, a gentleman named uh, Stefan Thomas, a German born programmer. He's living in San Francisco. Dude, gut punch right here. He has two guesses left to figure out a password that is worth as of this week, about $220 million. My you read the article and you can just feel his pain. He's like, I just lay there awake at night thinking oh every gosh. possible thing that it could be. He said, so the password will let heart. him unlock. It's a small hard drive known as an iron key. Contains the private yeah, keys to the digital wallet. Keys. Oh, holds no. 7,002 Bitcoin. No. Right? Oh 7,002 Bitcoin. He said he's, he's guessed eight times. And if he guesses two more times, both of them being wrong, it's just going to seize up the drive. Yeah. So Iron Keys actually, if I'm not, well, I, I think they have different versions of these, but um, I had one when I was living overseas with uh, Lockheed Martin um, for, for some of the... Um, well, the engineering data that I had access to and needed access to, um, <clears throat> it physically destroys itself if you guess wrong. Really? I was about to ask yes. how that works. Yes. So, so uh, it, it, I, if I'm not mistaken, it had a, a if I want to feel like it was chemical, I might still have the freaking drive and I can't why remember. You, why would you, why would you do that? So they, they, phys, they physically destroy Why would you put something, so, so Iron Key, so that's pretty, that's pretty interesting technology to be able to do that. Why would you do that? And then just write it. I think he says he writes it down on a piece of paper and lost the piece of paper. Why would yes, you have something yes. so, that secure and care <laughs> that much about it and then be that flippant about keeping so, the key? I completely ah. agree. I, I think, I, well, I, I mean, I guess I understand the concept, right? Which is they, they put this, this password or, or whatever, I guess they would have put their, their uh, secrets, right? In, uh, in this iron key. And what they're, trying to prevent though iron keys mind you they're not big they're they're the size of a thumb drive so somebody walking off with it is just as awful as not being able to access it so i i'm at a bit of a loss there because i i understand wanting to physically prevent somebody from taking the thing that has your secret which gives them yeah. access to that much bitcoin because that is a tremendous amount of money right but what i don't understand is putting it in something that is so small and runs the risk of you not being able to access as well. So it's like, I get lag your safe, put it in a safe room, whatever. Apparently you've got millions. Go ahead and take it, take advantage of that. <laughs> Don't put it on something the size of your finger, because even if somebody stole it and could never get into it, you still lost all your Bitcoin. <laughs> Terrible. Yep. I'm um, laughing, but I feel bad for this guy. And uh, I'm trying to pull up the article again. I can't find it, but uh, oh, here it is. There's currently an estimated 140, sorry, 140 billion. Oh, yes, I'm using mm. an ad blocker. Quit reminding me. I can't see the stat, but 140 billion dollars worth of US dollars worth of Bitcoin that's unaccessible. 
unaccessible. Yeah, because I think a lot of a lot of people early days that uh, mined or, or collected or purchased Bitcoin when it was very cheap. Um, I, I I remember reading the stories about like hard drives lost, right? It was just my, the gaming PC that I used to play on would mine Bitcoin occasionally. And I had a couple hundred of it on that, but I gave it to my brother who gave it to his sister's girlfriend's dog as a toy. And I'm just trying to find the damn hard drive. <laughs> and, you know, it's like it, it, the those stories for Bitcoin. And it's just like the ones that it's like in, uh, in you know, in 2012, I bought a pizza with, 7.26 bitcoin and no you didn't <laughs> yeah, like, no no i did not i'm saying oh, the stories say, the stories oh the yes, personal grief stories. that i feel for these people like now i mean that that regret and then you know of course people will come back and they're, they're trying to help with the psychological impact of recognizing that that was you know hundreds of thousands of dollars now um it's like yeah but at the time you got a pizza <laughs> <laughs> you were probably hungry and the pizza was probably delicious <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Welcome to incredibly unstable prices, right? Okay. God, it's, it's crazy. The other thing I want to make sure we talk about uh, before we shut it down, CES is going on right now and it's virtual for the first time. Uh, have you seen anything on stuff? it? Like everything uh, in tech news, I, nobody's even referring to CES. The only thing I've seen is I think rollable I one... phones. <laughs> Yay. People, dude, no, like, people were like, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, it isn't. Sorry, I'm, I, I'm getting closer and closer to yelling at clouds every day. I think get off my lawn, rollable phones. Why? LG's rollable phone. Look at this. It, it like rolls uh, out like a I, banner. Like you're reading. Man, you know. Oh my god. That's straight out of sci-fi movies. So I guess I'll I'll give him. Cre- I don't even want to give him credit. I'm not giving him credit. Why do we need this? Yeah, but like what? You know, Why? I don't, I don't need this. Yeah, I don't know. It's, so is there anything else coming out of CES Nothing right now? but problems in that technology. Um, I I saw an article that uh, Windows um, or Microsoft released. Windows, that was a neat little slip there. Um, Microsoft released a, like a, a Surface 7 something for okay. businesses. And, and, and that was only news because they don't usually do that at CES, I guess. But uh, better battery life something something new processors i was totally not super excited about it i just was answering your question <laughs> yeah yeah not seeing much else um oh the i guess the razor face mask was unveiled at ces ah there you go yeah, that, so that's the, the winner for me so far that is that is awesome yeah i don't know that what we a- need it either but i'm glad it's there unlike <laughs> yeah do i need do i need to sound like bane yes so I'm not quite yelling at clouds yet. Just yelling at some clouds. Yeah. All right. So um, after all this stuff that happened with Twitter and Trump, I don't know if you want to get into this or not, but the top thing on tech meme, YouTube says it's taken down newly posted video content from Trump for violating its policies against inciting violence, bans new uploads for a week. What do you think? I think I feel like I probably should just stop at the sigh, but I... <laughs> It shouldn't be this hard for anyone to not post something that runs afoul of terms of service on social media. I'm going to start right. there. Yeah. And then and then I'm going to say I'm personally experiencing a lot of stress just thinking about everything that's going on in US politics right now, which bothers me not just because I'm thinking about it but because it's bothering me, so it's a bit recursive there. Mm-hmm. Um 
but it is it is bringing up a lot of really really interesting things that we have not addressed yet stuff like the first amendment conversation that we had on monday which i, I think yeah. that one blows my mind i think a lot of people just don't understand their rights or, or our legal system there's disappointment there uh probably goes back to education again shocker um but i think i think the bigger question here is was the u.s democracy is it capable as a system of dealing with the new world order which is very digital very open very information flowing freely and and if not what on earth do we do about it right because i i think I think actually that article specifically highlights something that I think everyone kind of has in their back of their head, which is the insurrection and and the stuff that happened at the Capitol on the 6th. Um, I I think most people are denouncing it at this point. I I will give everyone credit for that. And and I think that's the right thing to do personally, but that's an opinion, I guess, which saying that out loud bothers me. But um, it it is clear... (laughs) That even though that protest turned into violence, turned into insurrection, turned into potentially something worse than that, because of turned how into the five deaths, well, well, exactly, an officer. but yeah, but it's being reported now that seditious conspiracy is actually on the table from a federal prose- prosecutorial perspective because the people that that were part of this actually used force to disrupt a government process like that by definition falls into that bucket but it's it's scary that that a it happened it's sad that it happened but what's worse is that it very clearly looks like it's not going to stop like that was not it was not the event that popped this bubble and and everyone was exposed and they said oh my gosh some fringe part of of this political movement is legitimately violent and stuff like that no like the group or groups or the people that are i would say screaming out for help or or for representation or or any number of things like honestly i think part of the problem is we don't know how to talk to them about what's really wrong or they don't know how to talk to us about it right they they are using misinformation and lack of evidence in certain cases to perpetuate the exact same sort of incendiary baseline that caused the incident in the first place, which means they're not getting closer to not doing it again. They arguably might be getting closer to doing it again. Sure. And, and that highlights a big problem. So this might be YouTube's attempt to legitimately the- stop having somebody rabble rouse a group that doesn't know where the line is. Yeah. And I'm intentionally trying to be Facebook. Well, well, Facebook uh, banned him for two weeks. I I don't know if if they're banning. uh, I think Instagram to the account. His. Yeah. Does he have an account? account? I guess. Yeah. Whatever. I think he did. I I believe it was the POTUS account, president of the United States. Okay. But if I'm not mistaken, they have been uh, banning any attempts for him to post through other accounts too. So I don't. Permanently suspended Trump's account on Twitter. And now we'll see here on YouTube. See, but this brings up a great question that I think is directly related to our podcast and, and the tech side of this. A currently is, sitting president, by the way. Yes, yes, Still yes, yes. A this this is president. a huge question. This is a huge, huge, huge question <laughs> because 
you can you can take the part of him as an individual and saying stuff that right. breaks terms of service great mm-hmm. but you, you can't you cannot take away the fact that he is the sitting united states president and that why well, you can you and like i think you're trying to not, do that you can take can you like well no no it, it's, uh, he can be that's okay from power. that's yeah, a, that is a legal process right, right that, yes i got it yeah, okay yeah, yeah. haha Sorry. yes a joke. Fair, fair enough i'm talking about youtube and facebook and twitter that's that's fair it's probably a good thing because i'm like the heartburn over here but um i think i think the the social media platforms are in a really weird place right now because one, they did nothing for four years and I don't know that the rhetoric changed that much. Um, maybe action on the rhetoric did. And that was, that was the thing that, that tipped him over different argument, a longer conversation, probably more philosophical than technical. Um, but they're doing it now and they're leaning on their terms of service and saying, you can't say that stuff because that stuff results potentially in violence, which means that you are, are promoting that and that's against our terms of service. So we're going to, we're going to stop that speech. Uh, now people are arguing that that's silencing certain voices, certain political voices, that kind of stuff. But I, I don't, I don't even think addressing that is necessary right now. It's just holy Dude. cow, we don't have precedent for for stopping a a president from speaking on a platform of choice. That's crazy. Dude, I kind of spaced because Russ just texted us something um Uh breaking news intel ceo bob swan to step down effective february 15th (gasps) vmware's pat gelsinger to replace him what no i only say that because pat is an amazing ceo and that's ah that means he's not vmware's anymore what is happening that is amazing news, though. Um, I, I don't know that it's terribly surprising that Intel is going through some shakeups because they have had major issues um, with chip manufacturing, right? Which is kind of their shtick. But whoa, yeah. Gelsinger leaving VMware is—that's yeah. incredible to me. In, Intel surges eight percent after the after the news. Yeah, that would be good for Intel. I, I'm going to um, say that that's not great for VMware, but let's hope that his uh, influence on our culture wow. means that we can continue down the path without his tutelage. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. And uh, what Pat has chip design in his background, I, I won't, if I'm not mistaken, it's actually Intel 486 sort of stuff. Um, but uh, that is incredible. Wow. I, I'm, I'm at a loss of for words right there that's that's really news to me what now okay people are saying that intel a couple people sorry well i won't name a name somebody is saying suggesting that intel might buy vmware Mm. (laughs) i'm gonna stop going down that sorry what okay well by the time anyone hears this they're going to have already seen the news anyway so that's what we just true. found out that's that is an interesting idea wow. I, it crossed my mind but i know nothing about it anyway so i wasn't going to bring it up but um i, I mean i think the pending potential spin-off or whatever happens from a dell technologies perspective come september certainly opens something like that up um not sure I completely understand what Intel stands to gain by. Yeah, no, I'm not going to even VMware. start speculating so on any of that. I can't. That's I can't super speculative. <laughs> I can't because um, I, I don't mean anything. 
I am not an important person. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You're very so important. All right, let's shift off of that. Wow. Okay. Um, that was just really shocking to see. Um, yeah, it was. Did you see the news about uh, WhatsApp um, trying to clarify that it wasn't sharing all of your data with Facebook? It doesn't matter. Just, the damage is done, dude. Oh, I know. And how everybody late is, is that? Has, yeah, everybody has jettisoned WhatsApp. Like that happened a week ago. And, and now they're coming yeah, no out kidding. and making a statement. Everybody exactly. left. That, dude, so I, that was I got my on Sig- first thought. Yeah, so I got on so Signal funny. about a week ago just to check out the app. It's pretty cool. Found a bunch of friends that were using the app. Um, we've been on Telegram forever. But specifically Telegram, over the past week, you know how it gives you notification if somebody in your, yeah. in your uh, address book shows up? Probably yep. a dozen a day showing up in Telegram. Yeah, like I don't have that many friends. So it's like two, but, but I feel you. No, but Telegram actually sent out a message to its users, uh, which it does every once in a while through the app, obviously. And uh, they surpassed 500 million active users. And in the last 72 hours, this was yesterday, 25 million new users joined the platform. So oh. if, 72 hours, they saw 25 million more more people join, which Jeez. is fascinating. And yeah. wow, did WhatsApp screw the pooch on that one. Because uh, you read through this, there's an article on The Verge, and, and they're very much like just trying to shovel their way out of the hole, which is saying like, that's not what we meant. That's not what we're saying. We thought that it was necessary to clarify that businesses on a platform can do these things. And I finished reading the whole thing, but it's like, <laughs> too little, too late. <laughs> Sorry, that's mean. <sighs> yeah well geez i did well, so what one did thing they that say? stood what they out in that article yeah uh, they were saying that not not like not all of your logs not all of your location data for instance metadata stuff like that is not being shared with facebook um there there are that's how they're comforting them things. they're saying oh not everything is going over there well <laughs> but they're they're specifically saying that most of this isn't um it isn't sharing like private chats or calls or anything like that and unless it's uh like businesses that are conducting on the cloud. I, I didn't finish reading it. I need to finish reading it. Yeah. But who's that gonna was believe the gist them? Is it's not everything. Just, trust me, man. Yeah. Who's going to believe them? And, and of course, the, the, uh, the depth I did get into the article, and I forget where it said it exactly, so I'm not going to be able to quote it outright, but it did say almost none of this means anything to the EU where it's illegal to do any of the things that they were talking about or being accused of anyways. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. Look at that broad sweeping privacy law and you don't have these problems. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I found some more um, uh, CES news, brighter OLEDs, mini LED, QLED, 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 what do you call it? QLED, yeah. QLED, 8K it's and QLED. HDMI 2.1. What is HDMI 2.1? Does that allow? It's the new, it's the new standard. So HDMI always has security standards, bandwidth uh, standards, obviously for higher stuff like that. But the specification, which is what the number role comes from, it's like cat five, six, five E stuff like that. Including um, the, support for resolutions it, up to 10 K. Yeah. So it includes the bandwidth and support for higher resolutions, because that's yeah. fairly straight on the mathematics side. But it also includes the security handshake, um, which I forget what the oh. standard specifically is. But the 2.1 means that 2.1 devices, because as an Why example- Why is there a security handshake if, if it's directly- There always connected. has been HDMI. It's really? a, that's how HDMI that. works. This Yes, what? HDMI, I, I personally- do it's not like, like HDMI as a standard. It is, it, is. Or something? it is something like that. I don't remember what the standard is because I'm not a super what? security. I didn't know that. Certainly not in consumer electronics. But um, so certain content, as an example, streamed from Netflix, for instance, because of the studios, the studios are forcing that that content basically be 
a known secure content type, and it requires end-to-end approval of this handshake, which can only be supported on certain standards of HDMI. Mm -hmm. So the programming coming through Netflix is going to have whatever that marker is, the TV that is interpreting it, and any device in between has to support that standard, which irks me to no end, by the way, because you yeah. can find yourself in a situation it's like jumbo where frames. your projector and your receiver and your Fire TV or whatever streaming device, any one of them could just not be a standard that got released last year compliant, yep. and it no longer will be able to stream the highest, best content. So you can't just go buy an 8K TV and get protected content streamed unless the streaming device and everything in between it supports it, yeah, which I think is wow. garbage, and I hate the industry for shoving it down our throats. Yeah, It should be a dumb high bandwidth cable instead of that hot garbage. So let me read some, uh, some facts here. So the physical connectors and cables are the same as today's HDMI, yeah, but it also says that new cables are required for higher resolutions and or higher frame rates. And it says it's improving the bandwidth from 18 gigs a second to, to so that's HDMI 2 to 48, mm-hmm. can carry resolutions up to 10K with frame rates up to 120 frames per second. Which is pretty awesome. And, and I yeah. understand needing to change cables, as an example, and devices as well for higher bandwidth connections. There's, I, physics is going to stop you from just doing that outright and whatever you want, right? I understand that. Yeah. But um, that's not the only problem. Wow. Yeah. So chatting with Russ on this news on Pat as well, he said he's almost glad he wasn't on. Yeah. I don't know what that, that means, we, but man. Hey, it just, took the wind out of our sails yeah. too. Oh, this is a gut punch. Um, I mean, I just, I immediately, my, my brain went to the picture of the VMware tattoo on his forearm, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which I think, oh, he, I think he fooled about 60% of the, the people on Twitter thinking it yeah. was real. It's kind of funny. Okay, man. Um, I think we got to, uh, I think we got to shift off of this and, and go do other things for work, but, um, we should, you got anything yeah, else we need to touch on? No, not, not today. I, I'm, I'm reeling on the news about Gelsinger and, uh, IBM. That is, that is wild. Intel. Or, sorry, Intel. I said, yeah, IBM. Yeah. No worries, um, dude. wow. Just wow. No, that's uh well, interesting conversation today. And on that note, that brings another Tech Breakfast podcast to a close. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the conversation today. Definitely uh, got off our regular uh, path there a bit, but I hope it was enjoyable. It was certainly fun for us. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for supporting us. And we will talk to you on Friday. Peace out. Booyah, Grandma.